Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. Where are we going first? Well, we might be uh, driving a Bugatti baby Mark II if we were children. It is a three-quarter size hmm. replica of the Bugatti baby car that they produced in 1926. It's electric. It's made of carbon fiber. It is 2.8 meters long, Mm -hmm. and it is absolutely gorgeous. There are three drawbacks. (laughs) The first one is it costs 80,000 euros. The second one is you can only buy it if you already own a Bugatti W16 Mistral, which costs 5 million euros. The third problem is that they only made 19, 99 of them when they've all sold out. They have a history, though, of making mini cars because Terence Conran, who died a while ago, his all his collection of Bugatti pedal cars are yeah. to be auctioned off. And they are incredibly all blue. There's a wonderful picture you can see online of them all hanging on a wall yeah. together. Absolutely, Splendid. absolutely um, fantastic. Oh, yes. So, oh, lovely. So there we are. Yes. Well, looking at the picture, maybe the closest we get to owning one. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> okay. What now? Well, on to um, wind turbines. Jolly mm. good things. Very green, free energy once you've paid for the wind turbine. The mm. trouble is they kill millions of bats every and, year. And rare birds of prey. Well, they kill birds mm. by hitting the bird, or the birds flying into them. Yeah. They, they kill many, many more bats. Because there's a low-pressure zone created as the turbine blades go around that makes the bat's internal organs explode. Oh, my goodness. Really, no fun for the bats. So they're looking into this at uh, Tel Aviv University, and they've come up with the idea of having flashing lights and ultrasonic pulses on drones that will fly in front of the turbines. And they've done a test, and 40% of the bats changed their course and went around the turbines. Seems odd that they have to have drones rather than just some thing on a pole stuck in front. But um... Well, it's got to move, because otherwise the bats get oh. used to where it is, and they just oh, dodge okay. around it and still get oh, yeah, yeah. hit by the blades or sucked into their low-pressure zone. Well, I'm glad they're looking to it. Yes, I, can't. I feel sorry for anybody who's actually got bats in the belfry. As it were, because of course, if you've yes. got bats, you're not allowed to do anything. But if you've got a wind well, turbine, they don't seem to care. Yeah, no. yeah, right. Okay, well, I'm glad about that. I'm not a bat, yes. but you know, if I were, I'd be very happy. You'd be delighted, as, much, as delighted as a bat can get, perhaps. Yeah. Let's go on into space and space colonies. The University of Rochester in New York have been working out exactly how we could have colonies in space, and they've hit on the idea of using asteroids. Asteroids. Basically, you know, lumps of of, uh, rock that contain loads of minerals that they could mine, Mm. which is a a great idea. The trouble is that asteroids are not nearly big enough to support 
create enough gravity for people to live in on them. So they've come up with the idea of hollowing out an asteroid and then giving it a slight spin so that the centrifugal force would mean that people could then build their colonies on the inside of the asteroid. The that seems problem. amazingly practical. So this is happening <laughs> when? Next year? <laughs> uh, not exactly. Well, the second problem, that the asteroids are really made of just piles of rubble. And if you try to hollow one out, it would break apart. So they're going to, we're talking about having a cylindrical carbon nanofiber mesh, which goes outside the asteroid, then with the asteroid in the middle and people living on the inside of the mesh. And was this, was this um, uh, uh, report from the University of Rochester in New York, was this before or after their Christmas party? <laughs> well, I mean, of question. all the things we have discussed in 2022, that sounds the least practical and useful. Well, I, I don't know. I think flying drones in front of, in front of every wind turbine is vaguely well, impractical. I suppose so. But at least they're working on a problem that may be solvable. Um, OK, well, let's move on to a problem that is solvable and that will indeed be solved next year, which is oh. not very far away at all. January the 1st, in fact. And it's in New Zealand who mm -hmm. are trying to stop people smoking. So they're in bringing in three measures. The first one is to bring the nicotine content of cigarettes down to just 0.8 milligrams per gram. Mm -hmm. And it's currently 15.8 milligrams per gram. So that's a huge drop to a, a non-addictive level. The second thing they're going to do is yes. to make, uh, to close 90% of the tobacconists in New Zealand leaving only 600 by the end of next year. And the third thing they're going to do, which is really extraordinary, is they're going to have a ban on smoking for anyone born after 2008, which is basically people who will be 15 years old next year, except right. that 2008 figure doesn't change. So no one born after 2008 will ever be allowed to smoke in New Zealand. And uh, 15, 15 year olds, of course, are so good at doing what they're told. If they're told they're not no, to do something, they, of course, obey. Because people selling them uh, tobacco mm. will be fined $150,000. People giving them a cigarette will be fined $50,000. Good gracious. So they really are quite serious about this. They are. Yes, I can't imagine our government doing the same because they rely so much on the tax revenue from cigarettes. Yes, indeed. They may, well, they may claim to demonise them, but at the same time, they're rather, rather handy. I don't know how the New Zealand government's going to manage without the revenue. Well, as the New Zealand government has worked out, they spend rather more on health costs mm. or complications due to smoking than they actually get in revenue. Ah, well, that's the joined up thinking you don't get over here. Exactly. It just yes, is. Yes, 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 absolutely. Tax now, don't give a damn about yes. the future <laughs> yes and um, we haven't had one of these though so i think now is probably about the time gives you a chance to blow up? your nose as well sorry do your glasses fog up um not very often no but then i only i'm only wearing them for screens and yes, by and large i'm do... not looking at, looking at screens uh, in this weather in cold weather if i'm outside and i go into a shop then suddenly I can't see anything until... They no, but I, the, the, so it doesn't work for me because I don't wear them outside because I only have outside. to wear them for exactly. looking at screens. Yeah. Well, for those of us who do, they, I mean, one solution is heated windscreens like you get in cars, but of course Ooh. you have to have... Does that exist? ...going through them. Not exactly, no. What, uh, windscreen reason... wipers. I want, I want you to have windscreen wipers on them. You can, of course, get glasses with windscreen wipers on them. 
You're not you serious, look so are you? Daft wearing them. Yes, they're, oh, they're okay. novelty items. Oh, okay. The answer is gold nanoparticles. Oh, not sounds a bit that, dull in comparison. Gold nanoparticles sandwiched <laughs> between layers of titanium oxide, ten nanometers thick, which is a twelfth the thickness of a sheet of gold leaf. Mm. So they are transparent, and they absorb infrared light as long as you're outdoors. And then they become eight degrees warmer than the ambient temperature, which should be enough to defog your glasses. Is it a big problem for you? It is a problem, yes. So are you going to be investing in gold nanoparticles? Well, they haven't quite finished inventing them yet, but when they do, uh, quite possibly. I think it's a good idea. I I think it's a good idea to have the windscreen wipers. I I promise not to laugh. (laughs) You will laugh. (laughs) You will certainly laugh. Okay, maybe I will, but I'd certainly enjoy it. Let's move you, on to You'd be increasing the, 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 the general level of enjoyment, which hasn't been very high this year. No, indeed. I would do I should go and parade on the streets wearing my yes, wearing absolutely. My windscreen absolutely. wiper glasses. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, was, well, not only that, is... people might not believe what they're saying. They might start giving up on alcohol. You'll be getting a lead over the New Zealand. <laughs> You're probably going for the well drinkers do. next. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I've gone That's off right. tangent a bit. You, you have gone off. You've got off on a tangent. As, yes, as sorry about that. Happens. Channel Four. I said it three times. Now I said it again. Channel Four. They with they always have an alternative Christmas message, mm-hmm. and this year the alternative Christmas message will be written entirely by artificial intelligence and delivered by a robot. That's got to be worth watching, surely. How? How? Through the magic of television. Okay. Written by AI. I mean, just sort of randomly, how do you program AI to deliver a Christmas message, I wonder? You say to it, write a Christmas message. AI has got astonishingly good now. Really, astonishingly good. I will tell you. So will you be watching this? You'll be watching this. 5.35 on Christmas Day, I think I will, yes. I might watch our new king giving his message as well. Oh, yes. What time? He's hope he's not competing with the AI robot. (laughs) <laughs> Who would tell the difference? No, he's on at three o'clock. The The monarch is always on at three o'clock. I don't think I've ever seen the monarch's message. Oh, have you not? Oh, I suppose I must have done when I was a child or something, but I don't ever remember seeing it. I think I was too and busy he, eating and drinking. He's the, the, uh, the Bank of England released, or the Royal Mint, rather, uh, released images of what the new banknotes will look like, which are just mm-hmm. the same as the old banknotes, but with his head instead of the Queen's head. Do you yes. know who the first monarch to have his or her head appearing on banknotes was. No, that's very interesting. In this country or in this, country. We talking... in this country? First monarch. Well, there were no, the old white fivers did not have a head Correct. on. Correct. So my guess would be the Queen. It is the, was the Queen, indeed. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. Wonderful. That's a really interesting question. It is. I don't think I remember white fivers, but I think I remember films in which white fivers appeared. I have a white fiver somewhere. I got Ooh. one. My mum used to go on about white fivers. So for her birthday some years ago, I tracked one down on eBay and got it for her. I think I paid a bit more than the fiver for it. Don't know what she mm. did with it. Mm. I wonder if the Bank of England would take it back. If they'd you... have to. They'd have mm. to. They don't have any choice. It says mm. on it. Legal tender. Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> Try spending that on the high street. That would be fascinating to watch. <laughs> it would. Time for us, though, just to take a brief break give you a chance just to clear your passages we'll be back in a moment <laughs> 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Indeed Share Radio. I'm Simon Rose. He's Steve Kaplan. We're talking gadgets and gizmos and white fivers and things like that. Where now? Well, when you say give us a chance to clean your passages, I should point out that I have a bad cold. I'm not suffering from some gastrointestinal disorder. <laughs> OK, yes, I'm, I'm sorry. Yes. Westminster Council. They spend £900,000 a year cleaning off the urine from the walls and pavements uh. around Soho. Exactly. Uh, that's what they think. Uh, is exactly what they think. Not to mention the people who live and work in Soho who also think uh. uh. So the answer <laughs> is liquid repellent paint, which has been specially devised to bounce back any liquid on the trousers of the person dispensing yes. it. Um. Okay, that sounds almost equally unpleasant. But if you think about the reason people want to do it, presumably because they've been availing themselves of the facilities and the hostelries that uh, Westminster in particular Soho has, and as a result, they need to go to the lavatory. Westminster do have two solutions to this. One is to use the facilities in the hostelry before you leave. Well, that's... True, but then they okay, but they may have shot. They don't have, as far as I know, there are almost very, very few public lavatories around. No, 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 they've been springing up. Have they? Not the kind you go into and shut the door, but um, four-sided urinals have appeared around around Soho. Oh, the sort of cloche mail type. No, not even cloche mail type with no privacy whatsoever. You just stand there, and there's a kind of urinal, four urinals facing each other in a square formation. You haven't seen these? No, I haven't. How intriguing. Oh, well. Decorous, um, but better. But, of course, if people are utterly pissed, I don't suppose they'd really notice about the, the bounce back until the following day when they wake up again. That is that is certainly possible. Yes. It would certainly be enough to stop them, though, wouldn't it? Yes, you can't help feeling liquid repellent paint could have other uses as well, apart from that. Well, I'm sure they'll find other uses. Yeah. What, okay. To, to, to coat submarines with, for example. <laughs> yes, to go faster through the water. Yes. Yes, exactly. that would be excellent. Brilliant. Or, the men, or, or indeed, it may be impossible for them actually to submerge. <laughs> There's always that possibility. <laughs> well, call the MOD after the show and, and tell them to, to, to will, do it again. I will. I will. Yes. They yes. They're not, so, moving not on. receptive to my ideas, but I'll try them again. Yeah. Uh, bad news for the Guardian, who have been hacked. Their IT systems have been hacked. Well, the whole place Not is full of hacks. Do you get that? You see, that's a pun. That's very good. Uh, with a ransom demand to release their Ooh. IT systems. So all their staff have been having to uh, work on laptops using their phones to get uh, a signal. Yes. It doesn't affect the online version of the paper, but they have told all their staff to go and work from home for the next couple of days until they get it sorted out. Oh, I'm impressed they can still keep going because th- this is a, a pretty 
um, widespread problem, isn't it, for companies? I mean, many of whom just pay the ransom because they can't afford yeah. to to stop. But um, and of course, the the hackers always seem to be one step ahead of the security people who try and defend these companies, who, of course, in many cases are ex-hackers. Well, that's true. Well, earlier, uh, the uh, News International was hacked, taking down The Times, The Sun, and uh, a, a number of other sites. Mm. And they uh, they were based in China. They were Chinese hackers, possibly even the Chinese government. Who knows? Mm. So true. companies presumably have relatively little defence against this. If hackers really want to get in, it's very, very hard to keep them out. And they can mm. do a lot of damage when they're in, especially companies that like newspapers, where large numbers of people have to have access. Yes. So didn't get this problem that? in the days of hot metal. You didn't get this, but I don't think hot metal was ever hacked. No, absolutely, absolutely not. Well, do you think that's the answer then? Go back to the uh, that must hackable. Be it. It, it, it <laughs> might have a negative impact on the websites, though. Uh, yes, that's yes. Oh, yes, I wonder how you transfer that. <laughs> <laughs> okay well that was fascinating i wonder how long it'll be before they get it up and working again but i'm impressed they can still cope with staff working from home and still produce the paper that's yes it is impressive isn't it oh. yeah well, so when the website the paper they they hope they're going to produce oh yeah i, mean, I meant well, the now, yes let us uh, let us doze off into rem sleep rem sleep very important because rem sleep is when you're actively dreaming and that is when your brain purges itself of all the garbage that it's built up uh, mm. during the day, and it helps you to relax and to become an altogether a better person. But right. how do you know how much REM sleep you're actually getting? Well, you can go to a sleep lab where they use a process called electrooculography, which is a real mouthful of a term. It sounds like it's coined by a five-year-old. But, uh, but there we go, electro-oculography, where they stick pairs of electrodes onto your head. And the way they work is quite clever, because your cornea at the back of your... Mm. Uh, the, no, the front of your eye and the retina at the back of your eye, they produce different electric fields. So what these sensors do is they check the position of those two electric fields, and that can tell where your eye is pointing. Mm. And that's how they can track uh, you know, the fact that you're in, in REM sleep. Well, there will shortly be a home version, I'll say the home shortly, by the end of 2023, from a Seattle company called Somalytics. And Somalytics are producing the Soma Sleep, which is it's a, it's a mask. It's like a sort of sleeping mask with the sensors built into it. And it will, of course, Bluetoothly transmit the data to your phone. I, I'm a little like lost that. here. How does it how does that actually help? It doesn't sort of induce REM sleep, does it? No, it just it monitors it. it so monitors as it. you're asleep, knowing that you haven't had enough REM sleep doesn't really help you for the future, does it? No. No, that is a slight drawback in the in the problem. And it may be maybe people won't spend two hundred dollars on this when it eventually comes out, because what do you do with it other than knowing you're not getting enough REM sleep? I remember being at college and the, they were doing some studies that I took part in for a while about how to produce was it beta waves or gamma waves? I can't remember. We're getting your brain mm. to produce the waves that are produced when you're being your most creative. And there were these machines that kept beeping. And the theory was that you could train your brain to be more creative. It didn't seem to work. And I'm guessing the fact that we haven't heard of it any time in the last 40-odd years means it came to nothing. 
Yes. But, yes, REM sleep. Well, I mean, I'm intrigued, but I just don't see how it helps. Yes, I, um, I indeed don't see how it helps. Sorry, I was just looking on Amazon as you were mm. talking there. I was more or less listening uh, for <laughs> the glasses with built-in windscreen wipers. And although it, apparently many people have searched for them, they don't seem to actually sell them. Oh, hold in the market. There's a hold in the market, yes. I was sure I've seen these things live out in the wild. Maybe we should make them. Mm, yes. Maybe no one would but, then you've them. Got to, but then most people would actually want prescription glass. That's more complicated. Well, then you need the windscreen wipers at an aftermarket add-on. Oh, I see. Onto your yes. Glass. That would do it, wouldn't it? Yes, much like those clip-on sunglasses. Much like those clip-on sunglasses, except somewhat Absolutely. noisier. Yes. The windscreen wipers, of course, presumably require quite a bit of energy to swish from side to side. So you've got to have yes. a, a battery somewhere. So you're going to have to have all... Or you could have a solar panel on your head. And that could yes. Happen. Yes. Ecologically sound and green windscreen yes. wipers. Green yes. Wipers. You know, if you get to look silly, you may as well look properly. Well, silly. you could have a solar panel, but you could have a, a, a rotating fan on top of that. Yes. With the a drone in front of you to make sure bats don't get anywhere near. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Right. Well, and you were worried about this. Here we come. Yeah. Absolutely. I do, we're talking about. I do like those books that that have some of those um, patent office um, uh, applications that never actually saw the light of day. Have you seen those before? Yes. I'm sure you must. Have I done. have seen those. Yeah. Extraordinary Wonderful. Inventions. Wonderful. Well, in fact, the, uh, while talking with the patent office, the New York patent office, the head of the patent office mm. in 1900, recommended that the patent office be closed. Because, as he saw, there was nothing left new to invent. How wonderful. How wonderful. Well, it's a bit like the chairman of IBM saying, there'll only be a need for, I can't remember how many computers he said, there'll only be a need for a certain number of computers. Yes. Well, Well, the UK did a survey in the the 50s about how many we'd need, and they decided that this country would need five. (laughs) Oh, how glorious. How glorious. How glorious indeed. So where are you taking us now? Up into space, up into the sky. Well, not into space quite, but certainly off the ground. With the Dragon personal air vehicle, you don't need a pilot's license for it because mm-hmm. it's classed as, uh, I don't know, a, a flying lawnmower or whatever they call these things that right. uh, are, are too small to be classed as planes. I have to say, I think a flying lawnmower certainly ought to be licensed. That sounds quite dangerous to me. It does sound quite dangerous, especially <laughs> to bats. Yes. Uh, and it will cost uh, $99,000. It'll come out next August. The only drawback, apart from the fact that it cost $99,000, will be that you have to build it yourself. It'll be supplied in kit form. Now I can see see you're getting interested because you love building kits. I do love building kits, and I like building things that look good. I'm not very good at building things that actually work. When I tried to build a Mellotron once, it looked perfect that it didn't actually work. I don't know what a Mellotron is. What's a Mellotron? Mellotron. I don't know what it is, do I? Do I mean a Mellotron? Well, you probably do. No, I, I just don't happen to know what it I is. I don't mean a Mellotron. I mean the woo machine. Woo. Oh, Theremin. The Theremin, that's the one. Oh, yes. yeah, yes. It didn't yes. work. Oh, how disappointing. It didn't work. It was very disappointing. Well, I can say the musical saw sounds very much like Theremin. It does. Do you have one? You probably oh, do. I have several, you? yes. You should play one live on this show just to maybe rig in what? the new year. Why? Is it a gadget or a gizmo? Can. I okay. think it, uh, I think uh, well, a saw is certainly a gadget, and a musical saw, arguably, uh, is itself uh, a gizmo. I will do it in the new year, uh, as a substitute for a theremin, so that people don't have to build 
kits exactly. that don't work. Exactly. Yes, exactly. yes, it'd save a lot of money. Okay. So $99,000 coming out, uh, they reckon, August next year. Well, it's August 2023 because you might be listening to this next year, in which mm. case you listen to it this year, in which case it's coming out this year, but that's far too confusing. And go to rotorxdragon.com and you can you can see if you actually want one, if you trust going up in something that you've actually built yourself. I'm not sure I would. I thought, yeah, but this is certainly how we trust other people to build things. Well, we trust people who know what they're doing and have built one before. Yes. I think if it was that, the apprentice's first day on the job. Yes. Well, that's always my thought process when I'm at the top of a fairground ride. You suddenly look down and uh, you see, oh, that's the chap who's probably put it together. And then suddenly yes. I'm not as confident. They do have, I believe, safety inspectors on these things. Do they? Although, oh, okay. That oh, well, I'm reassured. Next to the chap who built it on the fairground ride. Who knows? Mm. Yes. yes. Given given how um, burly many of these people are, I'm not sure as a safety inspector I'd want to cross them. No. But well, sadly, no. we are now out of time. Uh, so have a uh, a wonderful happy break. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Yes. You've got to say happy Christmas. Christmas. Happy New Year. Um, and we will soon be looking back at uh, the will. main gadget and gizmos of 2022. So for the moment, though, it remains to say uh, thank you from Steve Kaplan and myself, Simon Rose. That's it for this edition of Gadget and Gizmos. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's Gadgets and Gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.